I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I had to clip my fingernails this morning. Oh. It had been a while. I let, them go, I let them go too long. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a regular fingernail maintenance guy. Mm. I sort of let them go until one of them bends back because I'm doing Ooh. something. Yeah, or cracks. Which happened last night. Or snaps off. No, I bent it all the way back. Ooh. I was fixing doing? a door. Oh. There was a, we have a door in the pantry and then it wasn't closing. And then the, when it's not closed, the light is on. And then Rox hates when the light is on. And then she went over and just tried to use brute force. And then I yelled at her and I felt bad. And then I got in there and then I was trying to fix it on my own because I'm like the guy who can fix everything. And, uh, and then I was trying to fix it and my whole top of my nail just bent all the way back. Mm. And then I was staring at it and I'm like, well, what do you do at that point? Do you, you cut it. I bent it just the other way and went about my night. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bent the wrong way. Yeah, it still worked. <laughs> it was, believe it or not. Yeah. Believe it or not. And it wasn't, and it didn't even, it didn't even. And what? It didn't even bruise. <laughs> normally, normally when I, because I bent it, I, I bent many of them the wrong way before. Uh -huh. And then the first thing that happens, and you can almost see it happen, which is that it turns black. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I was. Uh, <laughs> did it got fixed though? Yeah, I did fix the door. Okay, good. So I did. I get yelled I, at I, by your family. No, I did fix the door, but it was like this weirdo hinge that I guess when they installed it years ago, they put like some grease on the inside. So when I was trying to bend it, back, uh -huh. it was very difficult because it was greasy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't get a hold of it. <laughs> Did you ask Catherine for help? No. Why not? I don't know. She didn't want to help me anyway. <laughs> she wouldn't See, help you were there, me. left there. You were just standing there by yourself holding it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then trying to bend it yourself? <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, it wasn't good. But anyway, so like I clipped them all off this morning and it feels good. But I don't, do you do regular maintenance on your nails? Like, do you, like, how often are you clipping oh, your nails, yeah. man? Like, when they get long, like, I just clipped them. Last week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, Maury, Maury, do you do toes and nails at the same time? I rip my toenails. You rip your toenails. Oh, like while I'm in bed watching TV. No, oh, that's so gross. Hey, wait a second. I didn't think you're allowed to have bare feet in bed. No, no, I'm not. I get in trouble for it. Yeah. So I go in with my socks. I'll watch TV in the bedroom. Okay. 
and he'll Matthew will come in and he'll see me kind of. I grab the corner and I kind of tear it of the bed, <laughs> a piece of paper. Of what the bed? No, no, no the nail. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. okay. And, and then Matthew gets mad at me because. <laughs> yeah, he finds the nails all on my side of the bed oh, on the floor. That's disgusting. That's oh disgusting. My God. You're a maniac. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I mean. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's bro. so gross. <laughs> so, what was the question? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, as a grown adult, what is something as an adult that you still are like terrible at like that i used to be good at when i was a kid or that i've just always been terrible at just always oh i mean where do i begin <laughs> so many things um trust oh wow <laughs> oh not, not we're not going down that road uh oh, no you i mean, wasn't oh you mean like no no no, no no like for example give me an example uh because this is based on, I know you hate the term adulting. Oh, for God's sake. Put a poll. There was a survey done. Millennials questions, ruined growing up. Like questions it's, asked it, about adulting. Yeah. Adulting. Right? I uh, listed a bunch of things that you should know how to do as an adult. Yeah. And then asked the readers, hey, can you do this? Right. right? So, for example, can you can you swallow a pill fairly easily? Swallow a pill? It's difficult. 91% of respondents said they can. You know that if in my house you couldn't swallow a pill, my mom used to put it in your ass? Excuse me. What? I don't think that works the same. Like oh, an man. aspirin? Yeah. No. Yeah, that was the threat. If, if one of us oh, gagged. Oh, threat, okay. It, no, yeah. no, no, hey, hey, hey. Have you ever had it? Not me. Your brother? I'm not saying because he's not here to tell the stone story. <laughs> okay, so you're better. Okay. <laughs> sure you but, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Okay, uh, I'm just saying that if you couldn't swallow an aspirin, the threat yeah. was always if you don't swallow it, it's going to go up your ass. Uh, can you neatly wrap a gift? Eighty-seven <laughs> percent of respondents said yes. Could you sew a button back on? Seventy-three yeah. percent of people uh, said that they could. Can you swallow a pill with your ass though? Never had to. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just checking because I can swallow a pill. Okay. Uh, can you fold a fitted sheet? 61% yeah. of people no. said yes. Do you regularly have the oil in your car change? 59% of people Pass. said yes. Can you kill a spider without screaming? No. 59% of people said yes. 59? That's a very low number. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you always put your laundry away right after it's dry? I have it done for me. 39% of people said yes. Yeah, that's a very low number. But that number makes sense to me, though. Uh, no, so, nobody wants to do all of that and then put it away. Damn it, Maury hit the streets to find out. I'm a grown adult, but I'm terrible at... Go ahead, what about you? All right, so I am terrible at budgeting. Even though I'm a grown adult, mm-hmm. I'm 30, but I'm terrible at budgeting. Spend money on frivolous things that I may not need. So even though I'm a grown adult, I'm still very bad at budgeting. Okay, I gotta get your answer. What about you? Uh, I'm particularly bad with with fixing things, anything to do with uh, electricity or or wood. I don't know. It's just (laughs) in the winter. Yeah, I'm terrible at it. Everything that's technological sort of breaks down. I have a kettle that doesn't work and things break down and I'm not particularly good at, at getting them fixed. 
All right, you look like an adult. What is your answer? Um, it's definitely meal prep. Um, I'm always getting Uber Eats, uh, getting takeout food. So I think that's the uh, the area of adulting I struggle in the most. Um, I would say answering my boss's emails. I'm horrible at answering his emails or even looking at them until the end of the day or even at the end of the week. I just get flooded with emails and I just don't want to look at them because I already have other things to do. And then... Um, I don't get in trouble until he actually reaches out to me and says, this is urgent. We need it within the hour. So that's how I answer my emails to my boss. I'm a grown adult, but I am absolutely terrible at... Keeping up with my dishes. They pile up and I cannot... I have a dishwasher too. There's no excuse, but they just pile up for no reason. But then do you run out of dishes? Oh, yeah, constantly. And I wash exactly what I need and nothing else. (laughs) When I get extra cutlery with my takeout order, it's perfect. All right, what about you? Uh, Getting up on time is one thing I can't do as an adult. They say the older you get, the earlier you get up. But for me, it seems the opposite direction for that. Well, with work from home, no one knows when I'm getting up. So that's the biggest issue here. But um, book a meeting for 9.30 in the morning. It'll get you out of bed and into the office, hopefully on time, at least half the time. Okay, I got to get your answer. What are you saying? Memorizing things. Well, I mean, kids are pretty good at memorizing things like nursery rhymes and whatnot. But as an adult, you can tell me something right now. Even my, your phone number, I can't memorize it. I got to write it down. Was that your way of asking me for my phone number? No, not at all. But, you know, it's just one of those things as, as an example, right? Slick. You can tell me something, I have to write it down. We have so many things going on in our minds, so it's hard to memorize things. All right, let's give it a try. Are you ready? I'll tell you a, li- a song lyric, and let's see if you got it back, okay? Okay. Okay. They call me Mr. Boombastic, very fantastic. They call me Mr. Bombastic, very fantastic. See, that I can remember right away, but, you know, maybe that's pretty common, actually, but something, something like maybe tell me something not too common and ask me again in, like, 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> I might love you. Is that your way of getting to, for me to see you again in 15 minutes? No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. You like that guy was hitting on okay, you, the, the only way to do that. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Natin, what's going on? It's yeah. Razamoka. How are you? I'm good, you? Good. Uh, Natin is a huge Razamoka fan, Rob. Cool, man. And listens to the radio show, listens to our podcast, and uh, has a question for you specifically, mm. Okay. Roz. Go ahead. Yeah, so my question is, every time somebody calls and say, um, in last episode we heard this, or, you know, a few months ago you said this, why does Roz always go, Oh God! In the background. <laughs> Why do I always go? What? You always go. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't. I, it's like, do I say it at inappropriate times? Well, every, every time, uh, like Mocha is reading it, like, hey, this gentleman said in episode three sixty, you said this. You always go in the background. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> now is it because you get annoyed that people keep bringing up old stuff, or um, or is it like maybe you just don't remember what was said? I don't. And it I, frustrates I, you. I don't know. God. Um, <laughs> right, there. I, um, right there. I I I'm easily frustrated. Right, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm very easily frustrated, and then and if I feel that like somebody is calling to troll or somebody's calling to talk about stuff that we've already gone over, or if somebody's calling about stuff that I know is going to piss me off, or I, I don't know, I'm just so easily aggravated. Okay, fair enough. 
Well, that was easy. Thank you to the tin. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, uh, before we let you go, uh, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Hands down, bad sound, Roz. (laughs) God. (laughs) Love you, bro. Later. Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. They've done it again. Who? A real estate agent. So every now and then, right? Like the market is so hot right now. So the, the embarrassing or quirky or weird sort of house listings that always used to go viral don't really exist right now because the market globally is just like so hot. Like agents don't have to do anything to sell a house. Right. Mm. Um, But there was an agent in, uh, in London, England who had a house that uh, they were trying to, that they are trying to sell. And it's so glorious. Mm-hmm. So they're walking around this house and they're like dancing around the house. Mm-hmm. And they've re-recorded a version of the never-ending story, but only this is the never-ending property. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. And yeah. first of all, this house is the the worst decorated house I've ever seen in my life. Right? Is it a big it, property though? It is a big property. Okay. It's like a big English house, low ceilings, two giant four-foot stuffed felt mice wearing clothes beside the fireplace like the master bedroom has like butterfly stickers on the walls like Ah, there's a television at the end of one of the beds that's just resting on two two by fours with zip ties right like the the house is a disaster okay (laughs) and so this poor woman's got to do her best to try and jazz this place up yeah this old house there's so much here to see Because of this, did it ad, sell? That's a really, really, really great question, Hold right? On. Did I somebody don't... see this ad and was like, right. you know what? I love the effort put into it. Yeah, it made me feel better about the property. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seeing I don't, the video I don't and know. seeing photos. I don't know. I wonder if she has it listed on her uh, on her YouTube. Do we even it, know it's sold or not? Um, do we even know the listing the the price? No, there's no um, priceless man with that song. Oof. <laughs> oh, she turned the call. Oh, poor woman, they turned the comments off. Oh, 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 you know, you know why. 
you know why. You don't turn comments off unless they were on before and people were saying stuff. It's going for 700,000. 700 that's a big place for 700,000 that uh so here here's how you know you've hit right and this is okay. why i i love this woman okay so her youtube channel is called just knock estate agents yeah she has 313 subscribers wow okay this video has 557,000 views oh. <laughs> okay right come on mission accomplished gal wow and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, let me play you this, Mocha. Mm. Somebody sent this to me. It's a, it's a game, like a like a board game slash card game. Yeah, you know, like Cards Against Humanity, like that kind of that kind of thing. Sure. I'm gonna play this for you, and you tell me if it sounds familiar. Okay. Mm. It's called the Sound Game. Okay. This amazing party game is that sound game. First, you're going to shuffle the five decks, then you're going to put them in the middle, and then you're going to put yourself on teams. Once they're made, each team is going to get four lifelines. Now, this game's very easy to play. Whatever team's going first is going to choose a sound master, and they're going to roll the die. Easy enough so far, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now they're going to have 60 seconds to get their team to guess as many cards as they can. There's just two special rules they have to follow. First, you can't use words. You can only make sounds and use onomatopoeias. And second, you can use any movement except your hands. What? Guys. Bro. Come on. Bro. Yo. Stop Yo. it. What? Yo. Sounds familiar. What's this game called? The sound game. No, it's not. It's called Razamoka's Mouth Charades. Thank you. Oh, no. Did somebody Thank rip you. a game off? Wow. Thank you. From our show? They have to be behind your back while you're the sound master. Right? Sound master. Right? Guys. Come on. Not cool. Wow. Not cool. What's Come this game on. called? The sound game. The sound. Nobody buy the sound game. <laughs> <laughs> where are they from? Are they from Canada? No, I don't even know where they're from. Somebody just sent this to me. It's like a whole thing. It's like a, an actual game that you can buy. Well, I'm telling you. sound game. I know. I'm not down with that. I know. So do you guys want to play mouse charades or what? Yes. Okay, give us a couple <laughs> of minutes. We're going to play a song. We'll come back and we will do. It's called Mouth Charades. Roz and Mocha's Mouth Charades. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz, it's your favorite time of the day. Well, it's like charades, but only using the mouth. That's all you get to figure it out. It's a little bit tricky without a doubt. If you didn't know, now you know what it's about. It's time to play Mouse Charades. The best game you've ever played. It's time to play Mouse Charades. If you can figure it out, then you've got it made. Okay, here we go, Mouse Roz and Mocha original game, by the way. Friendly reminder. I hate this game. Why is that? Because the fix is in. You know why? Because you mocha cheat. We don't That's cheat. Uh -huh. I don't understand how you think we could cheat. I, and, or or Maury skews it, and I get crap clues, and Mocha gets much easier clues. I don't know what's going on, but it's been going on for years. Anyway, welcome to Mouth Charades. This is very much like uh, regular charades, only the clues are given only with the mouth, only using sound. Damn it, Maury will be giving the clues. It will be myself, Roz, against Mocha, head to head. Maury, mm -hmm. uh, no, no pantomiming, no using your hands, no uh, physicalities, just sounds, please. So like always. Is. Yes. I'm just explaining it to the people, I know, Maury. But yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm not talking to you actually right now. But you're looking at me. No, I'm talking, I'm explaining it to the people. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 
This is why I hate this game. Is this why, or is it because you lose? No, it's not. It's I actually realize it's not it has nothing to do with the clues or anything else, and it has everything to do with you. Damn. <laughs> 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 all right. Who goes first again? Oh, Shem is here to be the official judge, timekeeper, mm-hmm. scorekeeper, all of that stuff. Oh, so who won, who won last time? <laughs> I did. Oh. Loser goes first. Are you Roz sure? is up. Are you sure you won last time? Yes. Okay. Okay, Roz. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. That is... Okay, there's some sort of wind and grinding. It's like blowing and grinding. <laughs> blowing. There's blowing. Oh, blowing. Blowing, smooching, and grinding. What blows, smooches, and grinds? Blowing. Oh, what is that? <clears throat> it is a kettle whistling after water comes to a boil on the stove. What? Excuse me. This is the water boiling. Yeah, which it this, does once. No, as it's whistling, and then your tea that is ready. That sounds re- like wind, bro. Bro. Your tea is ready. Bro. Okay. What was the other noise you made? The one that sounds like a smooch. Oh, that was water boiling. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? Okay. Uh, this game sucks, right? Oh it's unfair. God. It's unfair. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I guess it's my turn. The wind. Oh, uh, ocean waves. No. Um... Uh, space! Is it space? Outer space! Up in the sky, flying! Um, the sound of silence. But you were making a noise! There's always a little bit of a hum. Nothing is completely silent. Yes, there is! Outer space is. Silence is silence, man! <laughs> also, <laughs> when you're doing a game where noise is the object of the game... And the clue is the sound of silence. <laughs> That's stupid. The fix is in. I've been saved for years. Oh, shut <laughs> The fix up. is in on this game. Okay, here we you go. You want to know? Hold on. If we were play- if I was the one in charge of giving away clues, right? Yeah. Of doing the clues. Yeah. And then the word was silence, it would yep. sound like this. But what was the actual clue? What did it say on the card, Maury? The sound of silence. See, the sound of silence. That's I'm why doing I the put, sound of silence. No, there's it's still this. there's still a. Here's my th- not that I not that I'm I'm trying to get out of this game at all, right? But the sound of silence. Mocha did say outer space. Thank no, you. He didn't use the word silence. But, but what was the sound? The sound is silence. The sa- and it was Mocha air. did say outer space. Kind of an oxymoron. So you want to just give him a point? No, I'm just, I'm just saying that that is like, uh, even though it's a crap clue and you did a crap job, I'm saying Mocha got unbelievably close. The fix close is, is in, not gang. close. Oh, oh stop it! Please. Here we go. Enough of you. Ross' okay. turn. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. That is somebody jumping. Somebody. That's like a. Is it, it sounds like Angry Birds to me. Is it angry? Is it Angry Birds? <laughs> what was that? 
doing a cannonball into a pool. <laughs> what? Excuse me, sir? Do it yeah. again. Okay. I, it should Bro. have been angry. Do you want me to break it? Bro. Step no. running towards the pool. Yeah. Everybody I, does that. Into the water. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks. Um, also, the Maury, when you visualize somebody running and you make that sound, like only there's a certain type of person that would make that sound when they think of somebody running. What? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like a, that's a tiptoe cannonball. You know what I mean? Right? This is a cannonball. Mouse? Yeah. <laughs> right, yo, let's go. Okay, here we go. My turn, right? Yeah. 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 That is, um, that is waves, water. Uh, oh, uh, drinking uh, water, drinking juice. Um, uh, drinking, having soup with a spoon, slurping it into yeah, your mouth. Yeah, 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 is yeah, it? Is yeah. It? Slurping hot soup. Oh, I got it. Yeah, yeah. man, you did. Oh, my God, good for, for you. Years. I love this game so much. Good for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's the score, Sham? Wow, one nothing mocha. Thanks. And look at that. We just ran out of time, guys. No, we that, did. ladies and gentlemen, is how you play Mount Charades. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, yeah. We're going from uh, Mount Charades to Jeopardy? Why not? Sure. Mm, mm-hmm, mm, mm, mm. What's going on? Oh. What they do on Jeopardy? Oh, you don't know? No. I thought you knew. No. That's why we're doing this. No. Oh, there's a category on WWE. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> like, a whole category? Bro, dollars on dollars on dollars. Have you heard this yet, or are we playing along now? No, I'm playing oh, along. Oh, here we go. Maury sent this, because okay. I guess you were watching this on Friday night, right, Maury? Yeah, man. Okay. You think that you're better? Man, I got to get on Jeopardy. How often do they do wrestling questions? Uh, never. I think. That oh. the, I think that just this one time. Maybe every now and then you might get oh. like a, you might get like a, a raw a question about the rock in there or something. This? Me? What? No, I've not heard. Oh, this. you guys are in for a surprise then. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess maybe because WrestleMania is coming up. Sure. Yeah. Right. This Makes weekend. Sense. It's gotta be. Yep. All right, here we go. Jeopardy, WWE style. And finally, hey, this is the game, Triple H. And with my fellow WWE superstars, I'll bring you clues about the past and present of WWE. Okay. I bet you didn't think that was going to happen. <laughs> Alec, you select first. Let's do WWE for two. All right. Here's Kofi Kingston. Awesome doesn't even begin to describe this WWE legend. Built at seven foot four inches and 500 pounds, he loved practical jokes and would move his friend's small cars at night. Yes, move and not drive. Was this amateur hour? Yeah. Who's Andre the Giant? Andre, right? <sighs> Easy. Come on. Alec, who's Andre the Giant? Andre, that's correct. WWE 800. Here's the Miz. Ooh, 800. A beating, a humiliation, decisive setback is how the Oxford English Dictionary defines this. With credit to WWE, where it began with some violent festivities one night in 1999. I know oh, what it is. Easy. What? What is a SmackDown? Yes. I'm, gonna, I'm also going to agree with you on what is a SmackDown. Shem? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Michael. That's a SmackDown? That's correct. Yeah! WWE 6. Yeah. Here's Rey Mysterio. 
Even before I could drive, I masked up and devoted myself to the high-flying Mexican freestyle wrestling tradition known oh, by this on. alliterative two-word name, and I bring it full force to WWE. Lucha is, Libre, yeah, right? Yeah, what is Lucha Libre? Mm -hmm. Has to be. Alec. What is Lucha Libre? You are correct. Uh -huh. Michael, only the WWE remains. A thousand, please. Here's Triple H. In 1997, I defeated mankind to take this coveted rhyming royal title oh, got it. that helped give me the momentum to form D-Generation X later that year. What is the king of the ring? Agreed. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Amateur hour here on Jeopardy. What is king of the ring? That's correct. <laughs> and with the final clue, here's Alexa Bliss. Dave Batista went 282 days to destroy the record for the longest single reign as world heavyweight champ before suiting up, or really stripping down, to play Drax the Destroyer in oh my this God. 2014 Marvel film. What's the Guardians of the Galaxy? Alec. What is Guardians of the Galaxy? Correct. Oh, come on! <laughs> I, love, I love when every now and then when somebody's hobby comes up on Jeopardy and then they start thinking they could do well on Jeopardy. Bro. Start to flex a little you bit. Mean, like it's, I, yeah, I think you're flexing a little too much. I just went all that money, guys. I, all of that money. I, I, wish, I wish, Maury, I wish you put in what the other categories were, too, just so we could sort of calm this room yeah. down a little bit. Guys, I'm back to back winning games here. Today's my day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. WrestleMania 39 happens this weekend in Hollywood, and Trish Stratus, who the country loves, makes her return to the ring since we last saw her compete back in 2019. WWE Hall of Famer, seven-time women's champion, fan favorite, one of the most iconic wrestlers of all time, of one of your Canada's Got Talent judges. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome back to the Razamoka Show, Trish Stratus! <laughs> Wow. That was robust. I like that. <laughs> How are you, Trish? I am well, thank you. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing great. Excited to see you Good. back in the ring this weekend, WrestleMania 39. How are you feeling about this weekend? I am feeling um, super excited, of course, because it's an amazing opportunity. It's humongous. It's um, WrestleMania goes Hollywood, so it's in Los Angeles. It's very big. And I'm uh, also just, I just flew in on a red eye. I just landed. I'm, I'm uh, put, doing fittings. It's a little bit crazy. Then I got to do some momming tonight. So as long as I'm awake by Saturday, I'll be fine. <laughs> does it sort of feel like going home again? Always does. Yeah. Yep, it always does. It's just familiar. The fans, like, they because, you know, you're like, do they care anymore? Yeah, yeah, they care. The fans are there, you know, and then just when you get in the ring, it just sort of feels like, I don't know. It's like I always say, like, like wrestling is like riding a bike. Thankfully, because I just kind of get in there, and my body's like, I got it. It's good. We're yeah, doing it. But, but the older <laughs> you get, bikes start to suck after a while, right? Like, you know, like, are you, are you having to work sort of harder in these days leading up, or the weeks or months leading up than you have in the past? Do you think so? Harder in the way that it's just extra training that I don't like. You know, the the conditioning training, the functional training, is what I'm doing in the ring. So actually getting to the ring, like, and it's and it's and it's a juggle because it's you know it's um. You know, last week was like, you know, it was WrestleMania, lead, Road to WrestleMania. Then it was like week premiere of, of, of Canada's Got Talent. There was media days. There was fittings. There was, I mean, it's just been madness, right? So on top of all that, like, then it's like, and then, you know, I do, I do a daily yoga practice. But then on top of that, now I got to, like, put the kids to bed. And then I go to the, the ring till 9, till 12 in the, in the morning, oh, wow. you know, like midnight. So it's typical. Like, back in the day when I was wrestling, it was just me. 
Only one I have to take care of. Is it kind of cool now? Because oftentimes when people are blazing a trail, they don't they don't see it as it's going on. When you sort of look at wrestling now, do you see all of your hard work in the years that you were sort of, you know, cutting that path, sort of paying off for others and just how incredible WWE's sort of women's division is right now? Well, you know, you nailed it because I think, you know, when you're doing your thing, you don't know what you're doing. You're just doing your best. You're just trying to out there, you know, you know, got some, some barriers to like, you know, jump over and, and you're trying to smash some glass ceilings, but you're just trying to do your best out there. And it really took me to sort of um, go back retrospectively and, and years later to only realize, oh, wow, look what we did yeah. and how hard it was and how, you know, we didn't have a voice and we didn't, we weren't seen in the ring and, you know, we weren't viewed a certain way. And, um, you know, we definitely, there's a point where, you know, my MO is like to change the perception of what a female can do in the ring because that's the problem that I was encountering was like, oh, they don't think we can do this maybe or that fans even didn't think we could do this because they weren't, you know, trained to see us doing these sort of things. So we had to like re-educate the fans and everything. Um, and so then now years later, when like, because in 2004, Lita and I main evented and, you know, for females to main event, that was the first time we ever did it. And it was huge. Um, and it took that many years later. Now the females, they main event all the time. You know, they, they had line in WrestleMania, you know, a couple of years ago. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a change and it's so gratifying. And then it takes you to go back and hear a story of like, you know, from Charlotte or one of the greatest, you know, female champions that are in the company right now. Talk about when I saw you guys in the main event, that's when I knew I could do this, you know. Uh, Trish Stratus on the Raza Mocha show appearing at WrestleMania 39 this weekend. Uh, you mentioned your best friend, Lita. Um, who was the one that you got the call from to go back to the WWE to take part in WrestleMania? Was it a phone call from Triple H? Was it a phone call from Lita? And what made you want to say yes, absolutely, to this weekend? It was, uh, there was a few calls. There was, there was a few calls that came from from the top within. I mean, there was a Triple H call in there. There was a Lita call in there. Um, it was a few calls. And it was um, because, you know, it, for me, I had to go like, okay, can I do this? As I talked about the juggle, I had to kind of sit down and go, family, mom's going to go on the road uh, every week, you know, so I could make sure that we could do that, you know. Um, but, you know, knowing what we were coming into, it was super exciting. And like knowing that we could have this historic, you know, generational face off. Um, it was important to go back to this and, and know like this is, you know, we laid the groundwork for them. They're killing it now. And, you know, I feel like we laid the foundation and they built the skys- a skyscraper that, you know, that the women's wrestling is now seen as. So it's very cool, very uh, special opportunity. And to go back 18 years later to uh, WrestleMania Goes Hollywood, it's pretty special. How comfortable is your seat on Canada's Got Talent? Because when you show back up to work, like everybody has a rough Monday, but you'll be the only one where you're <laughs> like, guys, like nobody else in this building right now that showed up for work was thrown 15 feet by another human being over the weekend. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, right. And then now, uh, yeah. So, like, the answer is no because I'm not in a good mood. <laughs> yeah, like, you just gonna want to get out of there. Like, you better not hurt your tailbone. You're gonna sit for a long time doing that show. I will. I will be very careful with my derriere and make sure that that stays intact so that I can sit on it in a proper manner in order to judge properly. <laughs> thank you for that. You know, the little thank you for thinking of my butt. <laughs> uh, are you Are you having fun as a, a judge once again on CGT? Oh, I love. I love it. It is such a dream. Sometimes I just look and I'm like how do I get, like, how do I get to do this? Is this real life? Like, yeah. you know, to be a part of like, 
someone's journey that's like life-changing, a life-changing moment to just have mm-hmm. a, a part of that is, is incredible. Trish Stratus, you know, we have so much love for you here on the Raz and Mocha Show. Thank you so much for, for always making time for us. Uh, WrestleMania yes. 39 this weekend. WrestleMania goes to Hollywood. You are going to be in the ring. And really quick, I can't remember if it was Undertaker or Stone Cold that told me this. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. it was Bret Hart that said family and friends get like complimentary <laughs> Flights, hotel stay, um, backstage passes to WrestleMania. I've sent it all over. Just check your app. Yes. Yes. Hey, Trish, thank you for um, you you, uh, put on Instagram a picture of my book, and I really appreciate that. That was real great. Thank you for that. Your book is fantastic. I know. I was like, I got to like say it like, wow, what you're an amazing storyteller. Um, I like, I just, I, I just. I fell in love with you all over again, Roz. And you know, I you fell in love with you like we've known each other for I don't know two decades, right, or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I really just, you know, got to know you a lot more and more intimate. And it was just, thank you for sharing that story. I think it'll, you know, relate to a lot of people. And you're an excellent storyteller. Really enjoying it. Oh, thank you Well, so if you want, much. we could, the three I of really us could talk about that. a little bit more about it. Uh, <laughs> backstage at Mania this at weekend. WrestleMania. Yeah. We got some time. We'll talk about it. Yeah, well, after I say, like, we'll talk about that after. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're the best. Uh, Trish Stratus, you. love you so much. Have a great, great WrestleMania weekend. Thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, it's Lady Gaga's birthday today. Oh, another monster. Man, I always think that. I, did you see the picture of her from the Joker movie? Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, you like that? I do. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, same. Yeah, I'm excited about that. She's 37. I always thought that she was older. I saw a video of her on set yesterday, and it was really cool because she was being escorted out by her people. But she turned around and went back and said goodbye to all of the extras of the movie, like took a moment to say goodbye to everybody on set, and I thought that was really nice. Was she oh. in character? Was she, she like, ah, goodbye? Well, she, she had the makeup on still. Because <laughs> she's all method, right? Yeah. I don't think Harley Quinn sounds like that, though. No? No? No, she's like, ah. I know, Look at I me, know. I'm Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, she looks good, though. She looks good. Now, I heard that movie's going to be a musical, which I don't know how that's Oh, that's going to be amazing. But not the whole thing, right? Uh, Well, I think that so much of it takes place in, like, these, I don't know, like, Therapeutic, therapeutic induced, like fever dream kind of thing. I don't, I don't know. I've I was got trying a fever, to like that. Somebody kind of was, thing? yeah, okay. somebody was trying to explain it, and, and I don't even know if they knew. But like, I, I there's a because there's a huge debate when, like, when that picture of Lady Gaga came out on set as Harley Quinn, whether this was going to be a reality or this was going to be sort of imaginary. Mm. And I think that like the imaginary parts of the movie are what is going to wind up being the musical parts of them. Like, I don't know. It seems weird to me but i mean i trust them the first movie was awesome yeah but she looks great as harley quinn like now my question when it comes to this new joker movie yeah and i don't even know how to say the name of the movie i just keep i just call it joker 2 because i don't know how to say the french part bonjour it's not joker Joker. it's like pas de deux no what is it called i don't know what it is no Oh, folie à deux. Folie à deux. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you nailed it. You should be proud. Okay. <laughs> they should have me do the voiceover for Yeah. It. Yeah. This summer, Joker, folie à deux. <laughs> no, it's not how you say it at all. But <laughs> Je m'appelle Joker. No. <laughs> right? No, but I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I really, uh, I, I want to see it a lot. No, what I was going to say or ask is I... You think this is going to be like a three-hour movie, much yes. like 
yes. the Batman was? Um, I don't know. I, the first Joker wasn't that long, was it? I don't. The first I don't one was remember like two and a half. Partic- was it really? Yeah, I think it'll probably. I think all those movies are. I think that that's just the regular running time is like two and a half. Because oh, I was just guys. reading. I was just reading something else too, where Keanu Reeves. Because I haven't seen John Wick yet. Oh. You know, I, I haven't seen any of those. You haven't seen anyone? I the the boat first one is so on, good. On John Wick. Yeah, I, I missed the boat on all of them except for the first one. I really enjoyed the first one. But apparently Keanu Reeves went into production and stripped away all the dialogue. And I guess that the movie's almost three hours long and he only says 380 words. What do you mean he stripped away the dialogue? He, well, he went in and was just like, cut it all down. Because I, I guess he thought it was better for the character or something like that. Hmm. You, well, I guess you, when you're the, the status of Keanu, you can do that. You can go in and say no. Yeah, it's 169 minutes and he says 380 words. That's not a lot of words. Mm-mm. But I guess like he's just shoots, right? Like that's yeah, all he, he does. He talks with his guns in his hands. Right? That's it. He just whoops ass. Like that's all you gotta do. I don't think Arnold said it any. Like I think that that's, that's normal for these, for action movies. Get to the chopper. Right, right. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> but Keanu's great. Keanu's probably better. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I don't think he needs to say, uh, I don't think he needs to say a lot of words. He used to get ripped on so hard, though, for his dialogue. Remember when I told you that story about the uh, theater group in Los Angeles years ago? Where they did um, they did a play version of Point Break. No. It was a small theater company in, in, in Los Angeles, and they, they did a production of Point Break. But in order to fully capture... Keanu Reeves' performance in Point Break. Uh-huh. Um, every night, the Keanu Reeves character, Johnny Utah, was played by a random member of the audience who had to read all their lines off cue cards. No, that's brilliant. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So everyone, it got around, and then everyone who went to the show knew at some point. I, I don't even think it was a long run. I only think they, they did a couple of them. Oh. Yeah. So there's a chance that I may be called upon <laughs> to play this role. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just like they would just yank somebody out of the audience to play the Keanu Reeves character, put the put the jean jacket on them, and uh, and have them read all their lines off cue cards in order in order to perfectly nail Keanu's performance. Wow. in, uh, in Brilliant. Point Break. I love that. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Today, CAA kick will kick off their uh, roast word. I can't even speak today. <laughs> what? What's CAA? The worst roads campaign. Oh, oh like CAA, CAA. Yeah. It is always popular every year because people like just flood to the website. I'm like, I know the absolute worst in the city or actually in the <laughs> province, really. Yeah. Uh, 20th. Yeah, I didn't know that this was going on for so long, since 2003. Yeah. But they've been doing this. Last year, Ontario's top worst roads... The top five are Carling Avenue in Ottawa, County Road 49 in Prince Edward County, Barker Street in Prince Edward County. Jesus. Number two was Eglinton Avenue West in Toronto, and the number one voted worst road last year was Barton Street East in Hamilton. Now, when you're talking about Toronto-specific, these ones are no surprise. Number five was Bathurst. Number four was Finch West. Number three is Lakeshore Boulevard East, which still is. Probably will be number one this year. Uh, numbers two and one are Eglinton Ave, both east and west. West taking number really? one. I'd like to yeah. nominate the, I guess, two-foot strip. Strip? Strip, strip. strip. Do you, strip. Want, you need a minute to think about this? 
<laughs> we can come back. Right in front of my building's driveway. I've never seen so many potholes in that little spot in my life. But like what? How many? Two? Like, honestly? No. We want you to lie. Yeah, like... A thousand. Yeah. You said it's a tiny little strip. You just made a two-foot distance with your hands. Yeah, like it's... How many potholes can be in that? I, in, I in bet that? two. Or no, it's just one giant pothole. No, there's well, there's a massive one, but that's surrounded by massive. like 10 how, little How ones. big is massive? What's I massive? would say like the size of a butt. So that's like... But whose butt? Yeah. <laughs> Butts are all different sizes. Yeah. Man, hold on. Yeah, you don't know. You're going to measure your butt? No! Oh. Are you measuring my butt? I don't have a big enough tape measure for that. Oh, wow. Oh, please, Maury. <laughs> With the wow. Okay. You got a tape measure? Yeah. Okay. Like a foot? Like this? Bigger. Okay. Two feet. Yeah, that's it. Okay, no. so two feet. Circular please. of that. Please. No way! Please. That's a freaking manhole, no, dude. <laughs> That's how you, you get into know. the sewer. You Absolutely. Know. No. I guarantee Ninja Turtles live down there if yeah. it's that big. Two feet? Like, yeah. hold on a second. So if we do this. <laughs> I, just, the, I can't even see you no, right now. There's no way. Come no. over Absolutely later. Come no over way. later, you'll see. I know what this is. What? It's a come over later ploy. Don't fall for it. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that from the start. Bring the tape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am not going to your house with a tape measure to see the hole. Okay, no matter how big you say it is, I am not falling for that again. Then I guess you'll never know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Lots to celebrate today, guys. Uh, yeah, what's going on at the office? It was 18 years ago today that The Office debuted on NBC Ooh. with their pilot episode. Damn. It ran for nine seasons, 201 episodes. Let's look back at episode one, titled The Pilot. I've, uh, I've been at Dunder Mifflin for 12 years, the last four as regional manager. Uh, when I come through here, ah, see, we have the entire floor. So this is my kingdom, far as the eye can see. Ah, this is our receptionist, Pam. Pam! 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 Pam Beasley. Uh, Pam has been with us um, for forever. Right, Pam? Well, I don't know. If you think she's cute now, you should have seen her a couple of years ago. Oh, damn. What? (laughs) Can't say that now. Can't say that ever, (laughs) Maury. I have a and question for Mocha. What a, made the show so great? Did you like the show right away, or did oh, it take a few immediately. episodes? Immediately. 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 Yeah. I love that show. Yeah. And then uh, two of the actresses on the show, Pam and Angela, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, they mm-hmm. became, throughout that show, best friends in real life. Yep. And then started up the Office Ladies podcast where they go through every single episode. They do a rewatch of the episode and then they'll do like um, a recap and give behind the scenes facts about the show. And sometimes they even go and they find old scripts and the old scripts don't actually match up with what was in the show. Right. Right. And they'll talk to... an interesting to, podcast. They'll talk to... Um, like the director or they'll talk to writers or other castmates. Uh, but here's something from their podcast where they're referencing episode number one the, 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 called The Pilot. We filmed The Pilot six months before the rest of season one. 
And we shot it on the second floor of a real office building in Culver City. So it was an actual office building. And a lot of times on sets, they build the office. So if they want to film and get a certain camera angle, they can move a wall. They can move a window. They can move a door because they built it. They actually say wall flying out and they move a whole wall. They move a whole wall. It's insane. On our show, because it was in an actual office building, you just had to work with it. And it sort of really lended itself to the documentary style that all the shots weren't going to look pretty. They weren't going to be lined up just right because they had to work around actual walls and windows. They couldn't just pop them out. But then once the show picked up popularity and they got some money, they went and recreated that exact office. That's crazy. Like on a sound stage, like lights, like everything (laughs) was uh, was exact. Also interesting when they're filming The Office. Listen to this. This, by the way, from The Office Ladies podcast. I remember speaking to Ken Quapis, our director, about setting certain rules for the documentary style of filming. And he said it was very important to him that for all of the actors and the crew that the set felt like a real working office and a real documentary was happening. And so one of the rules that he came up with was that he cleared the entire set of all crew members except for a camera operator, a boom operator, and himself. Yes. And that was it. That was it. He also made all of the actors come in every morning, go through hair and makeup, and then sit at our desks starting at 7.30 a.m. And we had to pretend to work. (laughs) Yes. And he walked around with the documentary crew and filmed us for 30 minutes. Yeah. Something else about this episode that I noticed is that there is a random exterior shot yes. of a building. Oh, Jenna, exterior shot at 929, nine minutes and 29 seconds. Not our building. <laughs> not only not our building, it, it wasn't the building we were filming in. I don't know where they got that I shot. It's like stock footage it, from something. I think it was stock footage. And then you never, we never use it again. So, so wild. <laughs> is the anniversary of the first episode of The Office debuting on NBC. It was 2005, 18 years Damn. ago. You think that office is still there? Mm. I'm going to say... How have you no. not gone there to check, Mocha? No. Road trip. Yeah, like... I, 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 I'm going to go to Culver Con- City just to see if that Honestly. exterior shot is I there. I took a one-hour <laughs> Uber drive in, in L.A. to see the mall from Back to the Future. You can go to Culver City. Yeah, no, it's I, I never get out of... <laughs> they never get any enjoyment out of stuff like that. Because once that. you're there, you're like, cool. And then what? Right, and then what? Nothing. Well, you take a whole bunch of pictures. No. Anyway, happy no. anniversary to the office. My proudest moment here was not when I increased profits by 17% or when I cut expenses without losing a single employee. No, 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 no. It was a young Guatemalan guy. First job in the country, barely spoke English. <laughs> came to me and said, <laughs> so Mr. Scott... Would you be the godfather of my child? Wow. Wow. Didn't work out in the end. We had to let him go. He sucked. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha superfan Champreet, welcome to the show. What is your question for the room? Um, If you were in the office universe and you worked at Dunder Mifflin, Mm Mm-hmm. Um, what role do you think you would have in the company? Mm-hmm. And who do you think your best friend or who would you get along with the most and who would you not get along with? I've, already, I've already thought about this many times and already okay. have my answer. Before you answer, Ross, yep. Chanpreet, I'm interested to know who you think 
we would be and who we would get along with and whatever. So I was talking with my fiance about this over the weekend with all of you guys. So um, Mocha, definitely, like, I would see you in the accounting department. What? Just because your dad's an accountant. So, like, you it's often, true. I think uh, on the po- on the show, you guys would often talk about what other role you would do. So I think you, you've talked about being an accountant. And, no, no, no. Uh, I said my dad wanted me to be an accountant. <laughs> I never wanted to be an accountant. Okay? Mocha, you're always talking about how you wanted to be an accountant. <laughs> you're always talking uh, about it. And I feel like you would get along least with Angela because she's like the head of the accounting Bro, are you calling me Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> or Oscar? Uh, that's funny because right? I think you would get along with uh, Kevin the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big jar of M&M's. Okay, and next. Then, and then Ross, yeah. I feel like he would be in the warehouse, and he would be like a supervisor like um, in the warehouse, so like a lead there. Like Because he's Darryl? good with his hands. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'll, I, and and I'll, then, yeah, I'll tell you. Hold on. Let me. So when you ask that question, like where would I work and who I'd be friends with and who would I like the least, uh-huh. I've thought about this before. I would 100% be in the warehouse. Me and Daryl would be best friends. And the person that I would get along with the least, uh-huh. Jim. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Damn. Yep. I thought you were going to say Stanley. Nope. <laughs> He'd be Stanley. No, no. Me, me, and, uh, me in the warehouse, Daryl, and I would roll my eyes every time I walked in and I saw Jim hanging out with Pam at that front desk. Okay. So, Champreet, we, we got to go through the rest of uh, the rest of the crew here. Go yeah, with uh, no. go with Shem. Go with Shem. Shem, okay, yeah. Shem. So I see him uh, also being in the warehouse, uh-huh. uh, working with uh, Roz or under Roz, and then I see. Um, <laughs> Yo, him. You can't. Well, you can't see Shem. <laughs> Shem just <laughs> screwed up his face when he said working under Roz. Yep, <laughs> sounds about right to me. I, and since uh, Shem's like an artist, he sings, he he writes songs. I see him being close with Pam. And I actually see him liking Jim the least since I feel like he would end up liking Pam and there'll be like a, a love triangle there. Oh, damn. Damn. I like okay. this. Okay. Uh, Damon Mori now. Now, Damon Mori, um, I, I feel like he would be working in the sales department, yep. although I don't know if he would be good at it. And <laughs> I feel like he would try to like be on, like try to be Michael Scott's favorite. So he would like he he wouldn't get along with him, but I feel like he would be trying to compete with Dwight to be Michael Scott's favorite and mm-hmm. uh, oh, kind of like how uh, like Andy Bernard. Yeah, exactly. A and little bit, right? For that reason, for that reason, I feel like he would like Dwight. Though, like he wouldn't get along with Dwight at all. Mm. Okay. I actually I disagree with you. I think that if Damon Mori was in that sales department as sort of like no offense to, no offense to you here more okay this is all like i don't watch the office enough so i'm kind of like I, sure I, I i think maury would if there is any job in the office universe that i think that maury could actually crush yeah. it would be sales because that is maury's lo- like maury on the phone just gets stuff done and Maury will hound like Dwight. You, like Dwight. Like Maury will yes. hound you. Maury will close out those contracts. Maury would be the first one to like jump on his desk when he just beat all the other sales reps in the office. I I, I think that Maury in that role of sales would be amazing. I see. I see Maury in in HR with Toby. Oh no! You know what I mean? Toby. <laughs> like that's where that's where I actually Me in see. HR. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. No, I do. I Damn. do. I would. I would see you back in the annex with toby yo champreet that was amazing thank you thank you guys love you guys uh, Bye. before right we on. oh 
Yeah, we love you too. But before we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, okay. Honestly, like, on the, Roz makes me laugh the most. And, like, I don't know, his miserableness on the show is just, Bro. I think it's the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, if I have, like, I think about it all the time. And if I have to, like, I, I think about it in the sense that if I have to hang out with one of you guys in for a day, yeah. who would I want to hang out with? And it's it's Mocha. So I would say Mocha's my favorite. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, you're the best. Jeffrey, have a great day. Thanks, you too, guys. Bye. You know, I like you. I just don't like you like you. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Hi, Alexis. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Good morning. Um, I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, welcome back to the show. Last time we talked to you was uh, pretty much this time or almost this time last year. It was May 31st <laughs> of 2022 when you were on uh, Fix My Life. Yeah. So at the time, just to refresh people here, you wrote us saying that you were in a five-year relationship with someone that had ended uh, two years ago, uh, but you had been struggling to get into another relationship ever since. And you said that once I get super close to someone to the point where it's about to get serious, I end things and back off, eventually ghosting them. This was the whole thing, though. You said, my family and I were talking about a future together with him. And at the time, he was definitely someone I saw as a marital partner. This was your ex. But ever since the breakup, I've been pestered and pressured into getting into a relationship and settling down. You said that your aunts are actually actively seeking out people to arrange something for me. And it's so frustrating. So there was you had a problem with a lot of outside pressure, which was yeah. really screwing up your ability to sort of meet somebody and, and, and build that connection organically. Right. Yeah. And we were telling you to tell everyone else to just mind their own beeswax. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. So, so what did you wind up doing? How did you handle the ants? So, um, I didn't end up telling them to back off. Um, it wasn't, it probably wasn't the best way, but it did work. Um, I did end up meeting. What did you say to them? Exactly. What did did you you do? Oh, well, I, I think I'm kind of hot headed. So when I did bring it up, they were kind of concerned and voicing what they, what their expectations for me were. And I kind of. I kind of blew up. Yeah. What did they say to you? What were their expectations? Um, They were saying that, like, by their ages, they had kids already. And I'm like, yeah, but we don't live in India. We're in Canada. (laughs) Most people here don't get married till they're almost 30. Yeah. Remind everyone how old you are again? I'm 27. Okay. So you told them that, like, we're not in India. But did you say it, like, a little bit more aggressively? And and what else were you saying to them? Kind of yelled at them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, they didn't. They didn't appreciate it, and they were just trying to. They were just trying to tell me that they just wanted the best for me, and that like I'm at an age where like I should already have a husband. Wow. And I was just telling them that like that's a decision for me to make, not for you to make. Okay, so where are you now? Are you with somebody or no? Yeah, I did recently meet someone, and it's been really nice. Oh, nice! And how long has this been going on now? A few months now. Have you introduced him to the ants yet? No, oh my god, no. (laughs) No, they're going to be planning the wedding for like next week if you introduce this guy to them. Okay, and uh, did they find him? So like this was you just, this guy you met on your own. There was no sort of family help, right? Yeah, yeah, I met him on my own. Okay, and how did you, people always like, you're not alone out there looking for love and wanting to settle down and and just sort of have that that life. How did you help other women out here? How did you meet somebody? Um, Well, I met my current partner from Bumble and... um, it, it's crazy because I was actually just about to delete the app when I had just met it. On Bumble? 
Yeah. And what's he like? He's very sweet, very tall, and very respectful. And very single, because some of these guys on these dating apps are sometimes <laughs> very much in a relationship, right? And you don't find out till later. Yeah. Okay. I've noticed too. Okay. Okay. Girl. Okay. And how's that? And how's everything in the relationship? Um, it's great. It's it's been really nice. He's very calm compared to like how chaotic I am. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be great. <laughs> we'll talk to you on another FML update in about a year. <laughs> uh, has he asked about meeting like your family, your parents, or or siblings, or anything like that? Um, he actually has met my parents. Um, he accidentally met my parents. Um, actually, but it went really accidentally? well. Accidentally? How did he accidentally? Like you were trying to sneak him out of the house? <laughs> No, um, we came over to my house, and um, they were still here. Oh, no. And how did that go? Um, my my mom was really shy, and she was like, oh, hey. And then my dad, my dad was kind of grumpy and tired. But <laughs> wow. <laughs> he he said he was great. scared of my dad. Oh, <laughs> damn. So has, has another meeting happened since then? Like, have they been... A okay in the oh, same yeah, room yeah. together? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, okay, he's, okay. he's seen them a few times since. They okay. they love him. And he's your dad's great. not like grumpy around him anymore? No, no. I think my my dad just has one of those like angry faces. <laughs> <laughs> Ross is like same girl, same. same. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you're in a great place in your life. You're in a good mood, and them nosy ass answer like leaving you the hell alone yeah, now. Yeah, it's an FML success story. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for reaching out again and and chatting with us, Alexis. Thank you so much. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Uh, When I drive into work every day, there are... Every damn day? Three (laughs) spots where I know police are hiding out. Speed traps, right? You you know? Yeah, there's three. Most days they're not there, but when they are, they're in the exact same three spots. Good for you. I saw a new one today that I thought was slick. Okay. I saw, and it wasn't like an unmarked police car. It was like a white SUV that had in bold letters on the side that said police. Yeah. You know where I saw this police car? Where? I didn't get that. Shut up, Siri. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) That's scary. (laughs) That's so scary, right? (laughs) That's how they get you. Um, Car dealership. No. Yeah. That's Hard. rude. It was like at the end of a long line of cars. Yeah. Right? And I was like, wait a minute. That one looks a little different. Bro. And as I got closer yeah. and the lights were off and everything and the police, the officer was sitting there. <laughs> and I was like. Come on now. That's actually pretty slick. That's They're so probably rude. hearing this right now and mad at you. Know, for whatever. That. No, no, no. Right. You get, that's why you, that's why I like Waze where they're like police ahead. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Let the yeah. people do the work. Because we're at, near to where I live. It's like a, uh, an auto mall, right? So yeah. it's a long road, oh. just like dealership, 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 just, dealership. It's just car, 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 car. Yeah. You don't even so, you don't even think about yeah, it. And right close to the street, it's a lineup of cars. Damn. And then at the the very last one was the police officer. That's rude. And it was like in where the driveway is. So if someone was speeding, they could just easily yeah. pull out of that spot. I was, but I thought it was pretty slick. I was looking at, uh, there was a picture I saw online where because of all the shoplifting and everything that's going on in America... Uh, there was one store, it might have been a Walmart or like some grocery store, but they had a cardboard cutout of a police officer sort of by where the exit is, mm-hmm. but like kind of like behind a rack of clothes kind of thing, where if you were walking into the store, it you just out of your peripheral, you're like, there's a police <laughs> officer there. Yeah. Right? So maybe that's the problem with everything, cardboard cutouts. Yes, it was a very lifelike cutout <laughs> saw, as well. Did you guys see that one? It was a tweet from a guy who said he... 
he walked into a convenience store and he saw or a Walmart or something and he yeah. saw that same cardboard cutout. Yeah. And but he didn't notice. So he walked in and he said like hello. And this is like all in <laughs> oh, on no. his tweet. He said hello. And yeah. then when the officer didn't reply, he was just like, Oh man, that B word is rude as hell. <laughs> and then he went and paid for whatever. And yeah. as he left, then he realized. Yeah. That it was a cardboard cutout. He also said that he went in and he was like high as hell. Because they used to use cardboard cutouts with, there was a car, I think they did it in Ontario. It was, I'm trying to remember when it oh, was. of a police car. Uh, no, it no? was of a police officer on the side of the road with the radar gun yes. in his hand. That's what it was. I remember that. Right? I remember seeing that. And they they just yeah. used to put them, like they just used to stick them up everywhere. And from far away. From far really away. Every breaks. Yeah. And then you feel like such a dumbass. Wouldn't the wind blow it over? No, no. It was like, it was mounted. Like it was, yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, no, I, I like ways for that. I like when uh, I like when everybody sort of, you know, lets everybody know. Even when I'm out in the country, oh, nothing makes me feel better than when I see a cop on the road. And then for like the next two kilometers, I flash everybody. Oh, I give them the, I give them the, the high morning. beam, the, yeah, the yeah, high beam yeah. flash. I love it. I love doing that. <laughs> like, I feel like I've done like my like I'm a good citizen at that point. Have you ever waved at an oncoming vehicle that flashes you? Um, I've done that. Waved, like, yeah, like, like to be like, thanks, thanks for the heads up. Oh, no, yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do that because yeah. then at that point you feel like you have that connection. Yes, with that other driver, a hundred percent. We're looking out for one another. Yes, I got you. Don't you worry, <laughs> right? So good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm reading this. I never come across. Like I never pay attention to Kardashian news. Like I just don't. Oh yeah, me neither. <laughs> you talking about Black China here? No, no, oh, never mind. <laughs> no, because she. Well, first of all, Black China didn't she? Uh, she took all her parts out, right? She did. She said she lost ten pounds because she took all the silicone out of her body. Mm-hmm. Ten pounds. Yeah, and lately she's been reported. Not that I've seen it. I've heard uh, that she's been showing love and support to Kim Kardashian. And then the other day. She was wearing a T-shirt with Kim Kardashian's face yeah, on it. But she, anyway, that's... She, like, turned it all around, I guess. Probably huh? not the news that you were going to share, Ross. No, no. Uh, so, Chloe, which I never understood why she spells her name like that. I've never... Like, K-H-L? Shouldn't it be, like, wasn't K-L? Her mom gave her that spelling? I don't know. It's a weird spelling. To put the, to put the H before the L is weird. But all the girl, Like, all of them names start with a K. I know. But you look at that word, and it doesn't say Chloe to me. Anyway. Like she should have been like, that's not the story. That's not the story. (laughs) Chloe, let's change her name. (laughs) No. So she just posted like a a shot of herself in workout gear on Insta. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, somebody, because the comments of like, oh my God, the comment section is always just such a dumpster fire. Nothing. Somebody, somebody commented on just a completely innocuous post. And all they wrote was, do you miss your old face? Oh, right. Oh, no. And to which she then replied, just simply writing, no. Oh. Right? And then she posted something else afterwards in a story that said maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that isn't really you. So you can become who you were meant to be in the first place. I don't know if that has anything to do with the comment or whatever it was. But uh, but I, I find what it. What if in- she said yes? <laughs> right? This is my thing. Then that means if she, everything- if she was like, 
Actually, you know, you what? know what? I miss my old brows. Yeah. Nose, nose I'm good with. Brows, no, I wish I had uh-huh. Right? But I think it's interesting because you're, it's so taboo to discuss work that somebody's had. Like, we all collectively, because of decorum or niceness or whatever it whatever it is, like, we all have to pretend that somebody doesn't look like a whole new person, which... When it's obvious that they do. But it, it's it's not like, it's not nitpicking to say, hey, maybe you had some insecurities and, and you had all this stuff and, and you're not goofing on somebody or you're not, you know, trying to shame somebody, but it's acknowledgement, right? And I'm not saying mm-hmm. this guy was acknowledging, this guy was being a, a, a douche. But but when you like, because when you look at somebody like Khloe Kardashian, she's a whole new human. Yeah. Right? Like a whole new human. It's but, like they were hiding a whole other sister. Yeah, yeah exactly. This, right? this is Kristen. <laughs> Guess right? what? Yes. Maybe she thinks we don't notice. But I don't, but no, I don't I, know. They all know that we know. know. Nobody I, can tell. But, but we're not allowed, like, it, because of niceness. Like, we're just, we're not allowed to to say anything. Or like, comes you can't say anything. They have to say it first, though, right? But, the, but they, they never will. No, but they do. They ignore, like, they all say, oh, no, all I've had is, like, a tiny nose job because every, listen, every woman on television broke their nose because of volleyball in college and I had to get a nose job. Right? <laughs> that, that's, that's one thing that I do. That's one thing that I do now, yeah. right? Softball, <laughs> softball injury, right? Doctor, doctor said I had to get the nose job, right? Like it's it's just yeah. the, it's just the way it goes. <laughs> it was going to be cricket forever. Uh, yeah, it's going to, oh, have come on, you can't have, I couldn't breathe. It was a septum thing, all this other stuff. But, um, <laughs> My but, sinuses. but to, to say, to, to say no to me is like the, the, the definitive thing if you're in Khloe Kardashian's position to uh, say, because there's nothing else that she needs needs to say. So when somebody says to Khloe Kardashian, do you miss your old face? She doesn't have to justify anything. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to acknowledge anything. Yeah, but maybe her doctor follows and she doesn't want her doctor to see her say yes. But she doesn't have to acknowledge anything. All she does is say no. And it was kind of brilliant, mm-hmm. right? Because when you leave that comment hanging, that person feels like they won. Completely. Right? Yeah. And 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 there is no better response to do you miss your old face than just <laughs> simply saying no. no. That's why I'm Team Chloe right? all day. All day. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So on Fallon last night, Jay Farrow was there. And anytime he's on that show, Fallon's always like, well, I got to get you to do impressions, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And run through a list of people that Jay Farrow has done impressions of before and they did it again last night we'll put 60 seconds on the clock All right. and i will prompt you with different names in no order i'm just gonna go off these are names i got off the website that say that i heard that you can do okay All okay right. you ready for this yeah yeah 60 seconds with jay farrow <laughs> tracy morgan hey that's that's impossible why would i do that one yeah everybody's getting pregnant uh n- Nicholas Cage. You know what, Jimmy? You're so good at impersonations, and this one is just like that. Ah! All right. Uh, Stewie from Family Guy. Oh, yes, Jimmy. We're going to have a sexy party, and everyone's going to come here. Uh, this is okay. Uh, Chris Tucker. Hey, man, I don't even know why you're going to ask me that, man. That's crazy, man. Insane, <laughs> President, President Joe Biden. It's just, come on, man, just ridiculous, man. Everybody needs to get vaccinated. And if you get vaccinated, we'll have something called herd immunity. We'll give you a bag of weed. All right. <laughs> Jason Statham. You know, Jason Statham's that person that's just like, you know, I'm going to get there, I'm going to hit you in the face, and I'm going to tear it off, and I'm going to eat it. <sighs> wow. John, John Legend. <laughs> We're ordinary people. We don't know which way to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
This is Jay Farrell and Fallon last night, by the way. Come on! You laughed through it! We had more! I just want I wanted one more! We have more! Chris Rock. Oh, come on, man. Okay. Okay. Ooh. I got smacked by the softest person in the world. Okay. okay. Wow. Richard Pryor. Man, that's insane that you asked me to do Pride because I'm on national television and I can't say a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, John Mulaney. Oh, well, that's crazy, Jimmy. You'd ask me to do John Mulaney. I'm with Olivia Munn and I'm loving it. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Come wow. on, that's <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah, That's Jay yeah, Farrell, yeah. by the way, on Fallon last night doing a, a buttload of impressions. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Chantel, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. How are Hi. you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Good. We're excited to talk to you today. When and where does your hell of a story take place? Okay. So um, it started in 2015. Um I was living in an apartment building at the time. My daughter was probably around six, seven years old. Um, and I was dating this guy kind of on and off for about mm, three plus years. When you say dating on and off, like how, how yeah. on, how off? Okay, let's put it this way. Every time he would piss me off, I wouldn't talk to him for a week. Okay, and then we'd be on enough. again for a couple months. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. All right, one yeah. of those, one of those. All right. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so, um, I mean, we would do a lot of things together. we go to, like, you know, movie festivals and, like, dinner. And um, we even went to Montreal for a weekend. So, I mean, like, he was pretty, like, he was around a lot. Uh-huh. Um, and active even with my daughter, which I appreciate. So, okay. um... So during one of the times where he was kind of driving me insane, um, I discovered this app called Whisper. So what happens is people post anonymously on the app and then you can reply back to them. Wait, what are they posting? Posting what? What Oh, God. (laughs) So they'd post things like, you know, I've been married for 10 years, but I'm unhappy. I'm looking for someone on the side. Or... (laughs) Okay. So is this a hookup app then, basically? Could be. It depends on which way you take it, right? Like, you could just be giving someone advice, like, or you could, like, kind of, you know, sneak into their DMs and, you know, hook up. Gotcha. So, So, yeah, so so it's uh, basically a hookup app. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. okay. So you're on, I've never heard of this before. I've never heard of Whisper before. Yeah, and it's still around, which is weird. And I actually still have a friend that I met through that app, but we're just friends. Well, can I just pause real quick? Shem immediately grabbed his phone and he's downloading the app right now. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. So you, you download Whisper and what happens? So, um, I ended up meeting this guy that I like connected with and he seemed really cool. Had a whole backstory about like, you know, where he lives and him coming to Canada and he's renting this room from this lady and whole thing. So I kind of like empathized with him and got to know him better. When you say met, you're, you haven't met in person. You're just no, whis- whispering no, just back talking and forth. Through the app. Okay, so, cool. I got yeah. you. So, um, so we're talking for like a couple months and we finally decide we're going to meet. So this whole time I'm still seeing, um, my boyfriend at the time, call him Alan. So, um, we make plans to meet. I asked my cousin to come babysit. I'm getting ready. I'm super excited to meet this guy. Uh-huh. What's new guy's and name? <laughs> we'll call him Jake. Okay. So I'm getting ready to go. I go downstairs. <laughs> I open the side door. And Alan's standing there with a bouquet of flowers. So I'm just like, um, what's going on? Like, why are you here? 
So he gives me the flowers and he's like, I'm sorry, I don't think we can see each other anymore. So I'm just like, why? Like, what's going on? He gets out his phone, starts scrolling through his pictures. He shows me a picture with him and Jake in it and goes, you've been talking to me the whole time. Whoa! <laughs> and it's Shem a picture just, of Shem him just deleted and the app, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no! Shut so picture of him and his cousin. Busted! And I'm like, what the hell? He totally set me up. So, like, I realized, like, even when we went to Montreal that weekend, yeah. he would, like, go in the washroom, and then suddenly I get a message from Jake. How's it going? <sighs> How's your weekend? Da, da, da. Like, talking to me like normal. So he was doing it while he was with me. I just didn't know. It was Alan, yes. it was Alan the whole time. time. Yo! Yes. This is some friggin' Joe from you type business. <laughs> Yo, you got busted. It was so messed up. Like, I did feel guilty, but I'm like, I didn't really do anything. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, the attempt. Well, was you there. were about to. Yeah. You were about you to. You go link up with Jake, fake Jake. <laughs> and like, years later, we were talking about it. He was like, you know, I just had a lot of trust issues with you. You know, like, you cheated on me. I'm like, I cheated on you with you? Like, that doesn't make any sense. No, Chantel, you can't get out of this. Wait a minute. So what do you mean know. years later nah, you talked nah, about nah. it? Like, okay. you guys well, are still together? No, no, no. So what happened was I blocked him, blocked him on social media, changed my number, like, ghosted. So it was, year, like, maybe six years later, he emailed me because that's all he had, and he wanted to meet up for coffee. So... I indulged him and we like, you know, caught up on old times and stuff, but I was still a little weirded out because I'm like, I don't know if I can actually trust him that he's not doing some weird like spy stuff in the background. You can't trust him? I think think you're both in the wrong. I really do. I think you're both in the wrong. I think you're both creeps, to be honest with you. Shut yeah. down. I've changed. I swear I'm better now. I'm shining my halo right now. Are, Are you still on Whisper? No, no, no. I got rid of the app. Chantel, that was a hell of a story. I'm glad you guys enjoyed my misery. Yeah. Both of y'all. Was Very much. Trifling asses. <laughs> I don't want to know. If you creeping, girl, keep it on the low. <laughs> a song is made for y'all. Oh, no. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Kim. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. What is going on with you? My backyard blender I need to take to a summer wonder. Help me with my grassy dilemma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you came to the right place. (laughs) I knew I would. It was only a matter of time with spring being... You can almost taste spring coming, and this is when we start getting a lot of the the, the grass and lawn questions. Uh, Kim Ryuta says, Razamoka fixed my life. I need your help. I have no grass in my backyard, and I and I thought I had it under control by laying sod last year, but was mistaken. It died. I need advice on what to do. If anyone can fix it, it's Raz. Uh, when did you lay the sod down? Uh, the beginning of the summer last year. 
girl. Too late. And when you <laughs> too early laid the sod down, no, but with the heat, did you like water it like crazy? I did, and it looked great. Yeah. And then it didn't catch, and it just died, and now I'm left with mud. Yeah. Okay, so that's what happens, right? Like, you cannot do grass in the summer. Okay. Okay. The the time to plant grass realistically, like whether it be sod or seed, is the fall. So now I'm too late for seed for this year too? Uh, I mean, you can try. Like you can like you can put down seed early, early, early spring, but if 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 fifty percent of it survives the summer, that's good. Okay. Okay. Like you need like a good it's gotta it has to establish like you need, that's why you plant in the fall because it gives you three full seasons of growing. It gives you fall, winter, and spring before the summer heat hits. Okay. Right? So but when you, would be the best time right now for me to put the seed? September. September. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best time. That's the best time. Like you could try now with some, uh, not now like today, but like as things kind of melt, I don't know what your backyard looks like, but with seed and some fertilizer. But as Ross said, like you'll be lucky if, Half of it survives. Yeah, which is still not bad, right? Which is still not bad. And then the other thing is that if you're going to use seed, you just have to buy good seed. You can't buy garbage seed, right? Okay. Um, or like a garden what's your, what's your recommendation? For good seed? Mm-hmm. Jeez, like there's some there's some like great brands. Not uh, My recommendation for good seed is, is any seed you can find that is not sold in a big box store. Okay. So a garden center seed. Find a good seed that, and when you look at the label, it says zero weeds. That's what exactly, you want. Exactly, because okay. that's how my yard started was weeds. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and that you can try. Like I, I've done, I've thrown seed down in the spring before. You know, and it's fine. But you have to wait till the the soil temperature hits. Like I think it's like forty five degrees or something like that. And then honestly, it is like you cover it in peat moss, and you have to water that. Like I don't know how long, how much, how often you're watering your your sod. But like when I throw seed down, I water for the first two weeks. I water for 25 minutes every three hours. Oh, okay. No, I did not water that. Like I watered lots, but not that often yeah. like you. Yeah, like a lot. But I have a well like where the where the country so I'm just like, I don't pay for water. Uh, like if you're in the city, like like I don't uh, know what your water bills are, Mocha. Not good. <laughs> right? Like, I'm like you with my grass. Yeah. We have by far. Yes. Because we've got compliments. Yes. The best looking grass on the block. Good for you. But. Yeah. Because we have an irrigation system. Yes. And I'm like pretty loose with the scheduling of, <laughs> of, of watering. Yeah. And my water bill in the summertime. It's like atrocious. I need, a, I need a part-time job. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like it's it's exp- it's expensive. And yeah. then you got to get fertilizers and, and all of this other stuff. Uh, my recommendation for anybody is there's fantastic resources out there. And there's a great forum just simply called the Lawn Forum. And that's where I've learned so much. Also, YouTube. I know Moke and I are both like just anything that you want to learn about lawn stuff is all over YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like every instructional sure. thing on when to do it. And you could you could become really, really proficient at taking care of your lawn. Just give yourself a weekend. Hit up the lawn, okay. hit up the lawn forum and then just spend a, a, a little bit of time on YouTube and you'll know what to do and what not to do very quickly. Perfect. Does that help, Kim? It does. I'll, I'll start the base in the spring and then remember in the fall, September, yeah. <laughs> to do it again. And hopefully then next summer, yeah. I'll have a great yard. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. See? 
It's so funny because spring is coming and like my DMs right now are all like lawns. Yeah. Lawns, 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 lawns. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for reaching out, They know where the pro is. Yeah. See? Exactly. Have a great day. You as well. Bye-bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I want to play you this moment from Canada's Got Talent last night. Yeah. Which was incredible. There's a 14-year-old singer-songwriter from Edmonton who gets up to the stage, nervous as hell, okay? Yeah, as you would be. His name is Evangel Omari Bisson. And here's how things start off when they bring him out to the stage. My name is Evangel Omari Bisson. What is your talent? I can sing and I can play piano. Are you nervous? Very, actually. Yeah. But really, all I need to do is just do what I have to do and be done with it. <laughs> My man. Take a deep breath. Ready? In. And let it out. So now, the stage is yours. Show us your gift. Thank you. So he slowly walks over now. 14-year-old Evangel from Edmonton walks okay. over to his keyboard and sits down. And you can tell the kid's nervous, right? Oh, yeah, of course. So he starts playing. Wait for it. I wonder. I want to say something. So how everybody stops. in the room thinks you're great, but you're really nervous, right? Right. Yes. I want you to sing it one more time because I want it to sound perfect and you have perfection. So from start to finish. Yep. Yes. Oh, wow. So um, wow. this kid is so nervous and you can see it like yeah. in his hands when he's playing and you can see it in his face. He's trying to get through the song. Yeah. And then Howie, being the great human being that he is, stops everyone down, knowing this is a 14-year-old kid in front of all these people and gives them another chance. I wonder... If I'm being real, and now he's got the crowd support, right? Do I feel to how I feel? I wonder why I'm so afraid of saying something wrong. I never said I was a saint. I wonder, and you can tell why crying's in my head. He's got more confidence now as he's performing, right? Yeah. And I wonder someday he'll be by my side. Tell me that the world will end up alright. I wonder. And at this point in the performance, they're showing people in the crowd. There's like tears everywhere, bro. Oh my god. And this isn't even the best part, okay? It's 14-year-old Evangel from the singer-songwriter from Edmonton on CGT last night. So he gets a second chance to sing I Wonder by Shawn Mendes, right? People are crying. Judges are into it. Performance comes to an end right here, and then this happens. Standing ovation, by the way. 
Come here. I have a surprise for you for a second. Are you a big Sean Mendes fan? Yes. Because Sean thought your performance was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Sean Mendes is on FaceTime at this point. Sean, this, this, this young boy just sang your song and absolutely crushed it. I'm so happy. Keep singing. I hope everything goes amazing over there for you. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you. Lily Singh got Sean Mendez on FaceTime wow. to talk to this young kid that just sang his wow. song. Wow. That's wow. what went That's down incredible. on CGT last night. Also, by the way, Trish Stratus gave yeah. a golden buzzer to a dance crew out of Quebec. Really? Yeah. Wow. So okay. we have a second week okay. in a row with the okay. golden buzzer on CGT. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.